Greetings. Welcome to Space Court. We would like to introduce you to the bitch that is learning astrology through Space Court. Rachel Villaverde. Cancer Sun. Cancer Moon. Gemini Rising. And as someone that doesn't know astrology, and I speak for that population of people, it is clear within your natal chart that you have a shit ton of things happening in Capricorn. Like yeah. all of these symbols are clumped in the Capricorn zone. Yes. That's about as much as I can tell you. Space cord, space cord. A natal chart is an astronomical snapshot of the sky based on the exact day, time, and place you were born. It is a map of where all the major planets and astral bodies were located at the time you arrived on planet Earth. Your natal chart can give clues about your major life lessons your destiny, your personality traits and hidden desires, as well as the way to your soul's purpose. We invite you to join us as we explore a terrestrial star's natal chart. We would like to introduce you to astrologer and hula hoop enthusiast, Sabe Hitton. Cancer Sun Capricorn Moon, Virgo Rising. Do you want to set an intention of any kind for this reading? Since it's your natal chart, like essentially allowing us to take a peek into the roadmap of your life, essentially. This is like who you are. We would like to introduce you to freelance programmer and nomadic yogi instructor Austin Witherow. Sagittarius Sun, Scorpio Moon, Gemini Rising. Well, I guess the main thing that I desire or my intent is like, I just want to make sure I'm doing everything right, you know, mm. because like I'm walking a path either way and I want to make sure that I'm like being efficient in mm -hmm. walking that path. Mm. So like, I guess my intention would be like, please help me walk that path more correctly. I love that. I took like some emotional um, needs test and it was like, my main thing was like being right. But it was like, it's not like I want to win or like I want someone to be wrong and I'm right. Mm. No, I just need to be right for myself, like mm -hmm. understanding properly, be, making sure I am correct so that I know the truth. I, I value like what, how I operate and I like operate based on that truth, right? If what I'm operating on isn't correct, I'm like, fuck, I'm doing it all wrong by default then, you know? So I like being right is very important to me. So I guess like that intention to help me find that correctness is very important. Okay, what I heard is it's very important for you to know that you're kind of not wasting your energy on being less than efficient or like you want to know if you're headed in the right direction and you want to know that you're doing it right 
and being your best self and being like the most optimal version of your higher self. It's interesting to me that you use the word, because you use the word efficient, which is so Capricorn. Because Capricorns hate to be like inadequate. Capricorns want to be, they kind of want to be the master and they also really love having power and not in like a not in like the selfish sense of the word but having like being adequate and being efficient and being a productive contributor to society and the world and doing it really well and you're probably also an extremely hardworking very devoted person whatever you choose to devote yourself to you are going to work your ass off in that sense, hard work does not scare you at all. It doesn't intimidate you. In fact, you might kind of be sort of like a manic about like being devoted to whatever you have chosen to devote yourself to. Um, and you might be very like, your mind might be very, just like always in that focus, like going in that one direction. That's pretty correct. Yeah, it really struck me when you used the word truth. Like you were saying, it's not that it's important to me to be right. Correct. Or correct. Or others to be wrong, right? It wasn't a right, right. and wrong kind of. Yeah. Right. It has nothing to do with anyone else. Right. You were like, it's most important to me to be sort of achieving my higher truth. And that desire to have the truth and nothing but the truth is very eighth house because eighth house is ruled by scorpio and that scorpio pluto energy is the opposite of like being superficial they always want to go beneath the surface and uncover the ultimate truth of life you have probably had a lot of moments or experiences in your life where you have conversations with people about life and death and you like to explore those realms yeah, just about every day, like I'm going okay. to Facebook practice and I'm like, guys, I'm like, look, like these little kids will stop paying attention and I just start counting. I'm like, you literally just wasted 30 seconds of your life. It's gone. <laughs> and we have, like you just died for 30 seconds and where did it go? Like, where are you doing? And they're like, stop talking about life, Coach Austin. I'm like, no, this is important. Like, what are you doing? Wow. Like, oh, it's a big deal. And when you love, you probably love very intensely. It's not the type of intensity that's like out of control. You're like very in control all the time, but it's still very like intense. Like, and whenever I use that word, I mean like intensity because it's very powerful. It's a very, there's a lot of power within you and you might have a lot of experiences where you see that sort of power not just within you, but like examples of it in life all the time, like in your like external circumstances, that power that can only come from like, like our origin, like where life comes from, like why we are here, um, what is the purpose of all of this? Yeah, you're a very, very deep person and you are always going to be longing for that truth. You're always going to care deeply about that What's interesting though is you have some lighter aspects that kind of helps balance this out. So 
you have a sun in the seventh house in Sagittarius. You might be very philosophical, but also very like fun loving and like prosperous and kind of, even though you have all this like intensity, there's also this bit of you that's like fun loving and open-minded, very open-minded and it's trining Jupiter in Leo in your fourth house, which squares Pluto and oh god, you have oh my god, okay, so you have Moon and Scorpio. This just in. You're probably yeah, you're a very intense person. Um, yeah, I was telling Rachel last time about like I found like I've always kept that intensity kind of inside and mm. um recently i've just started really letting it out mm. and using it as like as my boundary being like hey this is exactly who i am this mm. is exactly who i am 100 percent. and mm. if you don't like it mm-hmm. like people won't like it immediately mm. because it is that intense and i like that a lot because i like i save myself and i save others a lot of time because I'm like, hey, here we go. You ready? Like, you just let me in your life. Are you ready to get the blast? And then they're like, oh, they shut down or they're like, oh, I want more. So yeah, I've really tried to turn that into a strength and it really serves me lately. But I'm still new with it. Well, I was just noticing that you have sun in the seventh house. So relationships really matter to you. I think you are probably very good at compromising and just being mindful of like who you're in partnership with and this doesn't just have to be like whoever you're in a romantic situation with it's just like your one-on-one partnerships in general i think relationships matter to you very much so like it really is a part of your identity because it's your son and son is your identity it's your soul yeah definitely i really i mean i'm not perfect at it but i try to give like everyone deserves the that attention right i i crave it like not to be like in the spotlight but i want to be recognized right like you were saying with the capricorn stuff and Mm -hmm. i was like everyone else should deserve that too Mm. i mean i'm not perfect at it but i really do put my effort in but then yeah I I fail a lot because I realize we're all limited and can only do so much I'm pretty I'm really hard on myself sometimes about all that I think you're probably hard on yourself all the time but you just don't know you just don't realize like you don't think you're being hard on yourself you think that's just what it is but you're always hard on yourself because you're Mm -hmm. so Capricorn and you feel so deeply you feel so very deeply honestly i don't think there's any way for you to not be efficient at whatever you choose to do so you have mars on your ascendant sits right on your ascending sign so what that means is that you are very martian Mars is probably the most, I would argue, is like the most important planet and it trines your Saturn and you're very ruled by, you're a very Saturnian person because of this like strong Capricorn emphasis. What all that means is that once you rally, like you're going to get things done. Being physically active doing that as a regular practice is going to serve you well you are very very passionate 
you have a lot of like physical energy as well like you have a lot of motivation and you have a lot of fire like burning inside of you so that's why i'm saying like physical activity is a really good it's a good outlet for that if you're not letting it out then it's gonna just keep burning up inside of you and that could um, result in like physical health conditions um not being able to sleep mm, i can see that because it's fire and it's it's literally right on your ascending sign so it's it's yeah. how you operate in the world and you have moon in the sixth house so when you are stressed it could manifest as like stomach pain or stomach discomfort flatulence indigestion all yeah. those kinds of things like emotional distress can manifest as stomach upset or indigestion any of those things it's most likely an emotional thing or like a mental thing like something you're processing or like a lot of stress that you might be going through and because you have all this intensity and heat on your ascending sign it's probably a good thing for you to like let it out physically mars is a super it's a physical planet so yeah like for example i worked on that after Mauna, I did the farm with Sean and it was like really, it just wasn't working the whole time pretty much. Like it was just this uphill struggle and like I was so emotionally wrecked from it, like so mm. bad that it was like my, I had never, my stomach had never been like that big of a problem before. It was so bad that it was even like, Aww. like constricting my muscles in my stomach so much that I was making my like testicles just like ache all the time because the the cords running down were just like clenched and I like the wow. day I moved off the farm like I went I passed out for like two days and I woke up and it was like all gone like all of it and it had oh. been playing for like six months Whoa. so you're, like, you're for real right about stomach stuff the moon sign is your emotional body and the sixth house is ruled by virgo and virgo rules the stomach and the intestines there's that like brain stomach connection like emotion emotions are in the stomach for you so that's a good thing to be maybe consume ginger on a regular basis because ginger is so good for that it's like very soothing for your stomach and your intestines yeah and it'll help you like pass things it'll help you process things yeah so think of it as like when you're digesting physically when you're digesting your food in your stomach you're also digesting your emotions and just like whatever you're like feeling and just like processing on like a mental heart level all those things that we don't verbalize all those things that are happening inside our mind processing that through the stomach so it's interesting you say that you have sleepless nights so you are a gemini rising with mars on the ascendant as a gemini rising person you can be very heady like in your head and when mars sits on your ascendant sign and like the ascending sign rules our head and face so with mars on the ascending sign there's a lot of energy and action going on there so it makes sense to me that you that your mind just keeps running at night and it won't let you fall asleep and especially because it's trining saturn whenever mars and saturn come together in a harmonious aspect you're not gonna stop you're gonna keep going so it's funny that because Rachel was telling me that your name was Oxton because you 
We're all literally names, by the way. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't even know if Austin was fully aware that I started. I heard them and names. I was like, I can. That's good. I mean, it's it's <laughs> hilarious. Like you really are like an ox, though. It's that kind of an energy. Like that's what Mars Saturn is. Like once they get going, even though they are carrying a super heavy load, like they're gonna keep going, even if it's to the point of where it's like breaking their body. Like that's the kind of stealth that you have. You yeah. have like tenacity. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, yeah, everything you're saying is like, mm hmm, mm hmm. So. Mm. so, in regards to like how to always be achieving your highest truth and how to always be succeeding, I think success for you, knowing that you're succeeding in life, not on like a superficial materialistic level, but on a very spiritual level is gonna always matter to you. It's gonna be probably the most important thing for you in this lifetime is to succeed at that because you have so much eighth house stuff going on and you have Saturn in the ninth with your north node in the ninth house. So you are, you're gonna be a forever student of spirituality. You're always gonna be pursuing that. That's what this lifetime is all about. And Saturn in the ninth house. So spirituality and like higher mind stuff, like morality and ethics, like world religions and like philosophy, those sorts of subjects, it's gonna be your biggest teacher basically. It's gonna present you your toughest challenges in this lifetime, but it's gonna be the most like rewarding experiences for you. And you're always gonna be like so lovingly accepting these challenges because like you love that stuff yeah like i in college i think it well i mean it started a long time ago i like i was in church all the time i see what they're trying to do but something's off and i like eventually got rid of god completely when like had like some childhood uh youth group trauma whatever and ended up like throwing away God and I like got I guess you could say not sci-fi just like fantasy novels and I was like really into like their connection with the gods and I was just like trying to figure that out and mm. I got into college and was like all about like self-improvement like learning like how to be more efficient like personal management then getting into like all the philosophy like you're saying with like stoicism from like Greece and Rome and like really trying to get into that and I got into yoga and I've been doing that and whatever everything since so yeah that intensity and that like craving for truth is like the environment that you're in always it'll always be that way for you in this lifetime pretty right. much when I wake up <laughs> I'm just like if I even went to sleep <laughs> mm. yeah I only like I relief like I only sleep like maybe two hours a night. I don't know. I like lay down and my mind isn't racing or anything. It's just like the light is on mm. and it's, it's even empty. Like nothing's going on, but it's just like my awareness is just like on mm. and I'm like, oh, okay, just do breathing exercises then like, and just meditate and then I'll pass out and I wake up and it's like, two hours at most maybe an hour and a half and i'm like all right time to go again mm -hmm. so. yeah i think like being in the water is going to help relieve that like mental quickness that you have like constant mental chatter 
because you have Mercury conjunct Uranus and it's at a very close conjunction. It's only a, like a one degree orb. I think being in the water is going to help relieve that and just kind of give you that sort of peace of mind that you might be after because he also has the Neptune conjunct Mercury as well. And Neptune is like the sea god. He's like the Triton, King Triton. Yeah, and Neptune is also kind of what has the potential to heal us at some level too. And in fact, maybe even the way you communicate can sound very like poetic. Because Mercury is the way, it's not just how we think, it's also the way we communicate. Yeah, how we process information and with Neptune conjuncted as well. Do you write? Have you considered writing? Yeah, writing is like my, definitely my like skill. Cool. And I'm like working on it, like trying to make it more succinct, I guess, uh -huh. just like simpler. Writing is definitely like, I, I write a lot. Yeah, like I bet you're a really good writer. And especially when you write about the occult or like magic or like sex or death, life, how <clears throat> those things transform us, like those kinds of subjects and like emotions and like um, how life can test us all those kinds of subjects when you write about that i bet it's like really good and ninth house is actually um ninth house also rules publishing so if you haven't already published your writings i would definitely consider doing that this like perfectionist like this being right you know it limits me from like publishing or producing like i'm i'm generating a lot but like combining packaging it and like i don't want to put anything out there that's like not a hundred percent you know and i'm like trying to get mm. over that putting myself out there better just realizing you know like i'm not going to be a hundred percent but the lesson that is going to lead me to being closer to that will literally be the first response to what i put out you know and i just gotta listen but I'll try to write more and publish something soon. Yeah, I bet you're a really good writer. That was a lot of stuff, but like for real, like all of it is pretty much, I, it is 100% on everything you're saying. So you're doing a good job too. Oh, so. thanks, Foxton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's good. She's good at what she does. Because this was like truly, really valuable and I really appreciate your time. Wow, I'm so glad it was very valuable. Space Court, Space Court. We invite you to contact Space Court for a natal chart reading. If you would prefer to have a private reading, contact Zay directly through her website www.sapitton.com.